0: Giants fans, thanks so much for joining me for another episode of Only a Giant. A lot to talk about tonight. Um, you know, we'll kind of jump right into that preseason loss against the Patriots, and then you know, kind of overall thoughts on on the preseason and and you know what we're looking to accomplish and what you know what the goal is going forward. And then we'll get into a little bit of a roster prediction here to see you know what who makes the final fifty three and and go from there. So we'll kind of just jump right in. You know, I don't really want to delay too much. We'll just kind of get right into right into it. So, obviously, the third and final preseason game was a loss against the Patriots at home. Uh, it was a 20-22 to 22 loss for the Giants. There was some good. There was some bad. You know, overall, biggest thing I try to take out of this, guys, is it's preseason. You know, yes, you hope to have... A little bit more success, show a little bit better of an offensive line in this game. Um, the drops, you know, those those are kind of something that you really don't want to see. And same thing with, uh, you know, the interception there with with Jones, although we'll kind of get into that in a moment as well. To start offensively, you know, there was some life. There was some some good plays that were kind of mixed in. Uh was with, with some bad, but, you know, it's tough because, you know, that drop by Slayton, kind of was huge and, and, uh, and then the, the missed read by Jones to hit the halfback for a little, a little checkdown that would have probably been a pretty good gainer. Um, so there were some miscues on that, you know, but the, the running game I thought was decent for the most part, although Devonte Booker, I didn't love what I saw to him. I like how Corey Clement runs, you know, he runs hard. Um, seems like he can catch the ball a little bit too, I believe. Um, he's someone that I think will make this team and will contribute quite a bit. You know, I think I think that we're going to have a much better um, running attack this year and that'll be something that'll that'll certainly help moving forward. Now, some of the other positives, uh we'll, we'll just kind of jump right over to Daniel Jones. I mean, for the most part, I thought he looked really good. I think he was 17 for 22, um 135 yards or somewhere around there. But it seemed like he was getting the ball out with conviction for the most part, uh, making some pretty good reads and um, delivering some pretty catchable balls and accurate balls for the most part. Now, yes, the interception, you don't want that. You know, that's something, especially in the red zone, that's that's killer. Um, but guys, this is preseason. This is his first look this year. Like it or not, a lot of people are complaining that, you know, he didn't get any other reps. Yeah, you know, sure, you'd like to see him a little bit more. But it is what it is, you know. We're not the coach, um, you know. Judge this is, you know, what he thinks is best for the team currently, and it is a little bit of a longer season this year, you know, with that extra game, and it is what it is, <laughs> really, you know. Judge is is has some different philosophies on things, and and you know, this is the way that he's running the team right now, and what he what he wants to accomplish. He probably wanted to honestly get a, a really good look at his backup quarterback to see, you know, really if Glennon is what we need in case it comes to it. Um, But overall, you know, I I thought Jones played pretty good. You know, had he not thrown that interception, um, I think everyone would have been talking about how good he looked despite the pressure and despite, you know, everything else. He was sacked a couple times and he hung on to the ball. So really a lot of good came out of it for Jones. You just wish he was a little bit more uh, decisive in the decision-making, you know, kind of get the ball out a little bit quicker, I think, still. And then the interception, you know, whether you know whether it was something that Evan Ingram he thought he was going to sit, and you know looking at the play, it kind of almost think that that would be the case, but Jones isn't going to throw you know his tight end, tight end under the bus, and he's just going to take it and you know go with it. We got to get better there. You know turnovers are something that's really going to hinge on the season. You know whether we do good or not. I do think you know that we'll be better than we were last year i think getting our weapons back certainly going to help and that's one of the big things too i mean no tony no uh kenny galladay no saquon no uh, rudolph i mean (laughs) there's so many players out right now that it you know it's just not completely fair to judge too much right now now offensive line yeah you know it wasn't pretty andrew thomas looked pretty bad And, you know, after actually watching it a little bit more, I thought Nate Solder really did look great. Um, Pert looked okay, up and down. And then, you know, Will Hernandez has been playing great. Nick Gates seemed fine. Um, The other guard spot, I thought Larson looked good, but not really sure what's going to happen there. And Larson had his bumps too. I I guess maybe good isn't the right word for it. He he played okay at best. Um, He's someone that I could see filling in. If needed, you know, if it comes to it, and let me use out for a long, for a longer, longer time, or, or you know, doesn't come back or something, um, I could see Larson stepping in. Although, you know, I haven't heard anything about the injury yet, so that could, could be something that plays into it. It's a mixed bag, you know, mostly a lot of bad, <laughs> uh, some, some bright spots, but guys, you know. Andrew Thomas has looked pretty good for most of the preseason. You know, he's been looking like he's been playing pretty good in practice. Yes, it was a bad game. Pros have bad games. It happens, you know. Um, He'll adjust. The coaches will, you know, get with him. And and he admitted as such in his press conference after the game. You know, he he dove right into what he thought his mistakes were and and how he's going to correct it. And this guy's a pro. You know, this isn't Eric Flowers that I keep hearing people compare him to this, this guy's so much better than anything that Flowers ever was. And, you know, he's going to come out and he's going to work hard and he's going to get better. You know, these reps that he's getting right now in training camp and, and practice, in practice and the joint practices and in preseason, those are some good, good reps for him because um, he's learning, you know, and, and one of the things with, uh, I think it was Uche who, who just kept beating him over and over again, it seemed like. He's one of the quicker linebackers in the league or, you know, whatever, whatever his position is, edge rusher, um, that might be something maybe he struggles with a little bit more. And maybe we need a game plan against that and and make sure that we have someone to chip or something like that. Um, <laughs> not a strong suit of uh, Evan Ingram's, but you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, he'll learn, you know, he'll get better. I'm not overly concerned. I'm not a doom and gloom guy here. I'm not thinking, oh, my God, the season's over. I'm also not going to try to sit here and say that it's not concerning because it is a, it is concerning. But if this is week three and, and these issues have been happening the whole time and it's still happening, then I'm going to be a little more concerned. But it's a long season, guys. Um, you know, remember we finished last year 5-2. and two. Obviously, the start of the season wasn't great. So, you know, if the, the season doesn't start off how we think it should – Relax, Aaron Rodgers. Relax. <laughs> um, and you know what? For that sake, too, quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers make mistakes, too. So give Daniel Jones a little bit of a slack, too, with that interception. People throw interceptions. Quarterbacks throw interceptions. Quarterbacks have plays that were almost picked off all the time. It, it happens, guys. It happens. It's the NFL. Get over it. What's next? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess we'll go right over to Evan Ingram. And, man, this guy is just frustrating. He's a a great weapon. You know, he really is for an offense that is willing to use him as a weapon. And it just almost seems like we're really trying to, like, jam him into the, the prototypical tight end position when, man, he's just not that. I mean, go back to that goal line play where you know he's trying to block someone coming off the edge and man he just gets run over yeah you know it's a bigger defensive end or or something like that bigger linebacker i believe it was a defensive end and you you can't really expect him to hold up completely against someone like that but put some effort in dude it didn't even look like he really tried that much it looked like he kind of just stood up a little bit and just got blown back And, and then uh and i think that may have been the drive that ended up with a pick after that. You know, right after that. I could be wrong on that, but um, for those who didn't see it, man, it was a running play right at the goal line, and and, and Evan Ingram just, they had him in, in line blocking, and just, it was ugly. Ugly, ugly, ugly. So, so, you know, with him, obviously you don't want him to be out for any length of time with that injury. But... I wish him success. I want him to be successful. I want him to be a good player for the Giants. And maybe the plan this year is to use, you know, Caden Smith and Kyle Rudolph in that more prototypical tight end position and, and you know, run two tight end sets and, and have anger motion out or, or whatever. He's just not a tight end. He's not your prototypical tight end who's gonna, you know, bang it inside and, and then make some plays outside. I think we we need to get back to that prototypical tight end. If we can do that with Kyle Rudolph and with um, Caden Smith and still use Evan Ingram, I'd I'd love it. But I'm just starting to think that this offense isn't equipped for that position. Um, whether that's Jason Garrett just doesn't know how to use him, or you know Jason Garrett's trying to pound him into the, the prototypical tight end role. I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is there. You know, looking back at the draft, would you almost have preferred someone like David Njoku? Or, you know, me personally, I I preferred O.J. Howard in that draft if if we were going tight end. Obviously, he went a little bit before the Giants. And obviously, he's really not doing much, but he's also been marred with some injuries. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if Engram is out for any length of of time, if that's a a position that we try to, you know, Find a waiver wire guy um, like that tight end from the Tampa Bay Bucks that just got released who led their whole priest. I can't think of his name, Hudson or, or something like that. Um, but there's there's gonna be some tight ends out there that we can, you know, try to poach and bring onto this team. I don't think after Caden Smith, we really have a, a reliable third or, or fourth tight end, I guess, whatever ends up happening with with Engram. So I think that could be a position where we need someone, you know, we haven't heard. Exactly the extent of the injury for Evan Ingram. I get the feeling he's going to be out for a little bit, but that could just be me guessing. You know, it is me guessing, really. Um, just his reaction and kind of the way you know, no one's really talking too much yet. Guess I know he's still undergoing testing, and, and that's pretty much what's been said. But I don't know. Just seems a little, a little like hush-hush for the moment. We'll see what happens. I bet you tomorrow we'll, we'll hear something. Other than that, you know, the defense looked great. You know, I would have loved to see maybe just a little bit more pressure, uh, but it looked like we had some blitzes mixed in, um, you know, some pressure off the edge, pressure up the middle with Blake, plus Blake making that amazing interception. Um, those are plays you can get excited about, and and hopefully this year we'll see a little bit more attacking. Um, you know, our preseason so far has kind of looked – a little similar to last year in the sense of like that bend don't break. Um, but there's been some good things definitely. And, and obviously, you know, we're still missing some players and, and obviously we're not scheming, you know, we're not scheming for, for teams. So I think week one, we'll see some, some good schemes drawn up to really try to take advantage of kind of another lackluster offense. I would say, you know, I'm I'm kind of picturing Denver in the same shoes as the giants, except for we have the superior weapons, um, but they don't scare me offensively. You know their, their defense scares me. Sure, you know Von Miller and and, and uh, Bradley Chubb and those guys all, all worry me a little bit. But I think I think we'll be all right. That's that's another a, a story for another day, though. Um, you know I, I do wish I saw a little bit more pressure. It just seemed like Cam and uh, Mac Jones had a lot of time to throw, a lot of time to sit in the pocket, and it was like Jones was getting hit on like a one step drop some some of the times. So that was a little concerning i would say um but a little bit more pressure would have been nice to see um you know mac jones looks looks legit you know he looks like a good quarterback um now i guess we'll temper that a little bit with uh the fact that daniel jones rookie season he was amazing in, in spring in uh in the preseason so eh. <laughs> don't read into it too much i guess is all i'm saying um, I really fully expect Cam to be the starter, but he might be on a short leash. You know, he might be someone that um, you know, if they're one and three or, or or you know two and two and and they think they should be winning more games, then they might pull the pull the plug on him quick. Um, you know, I think Mac has the accuracy that that Cam doesn't have, and and Mac can also probably run to more of a prototypical offense where where um, Cam you kind of got to game plan a little bit for his style of, of being a quarterback cheers everyone um it was you know a quick quick drink here i'm not doing the beer of the episode although i'll tell you what i'm drinking clown shoes uh space cake double india pale l it's all right honestly um i was pretty excited about it but not overly impressed i'll be honest so it's all right <laughs> All right, well, so overall, you know, after that preseason game, guys, it's preseason. You know, it's a lot of the first units on offense, you know, first snaps of the year. Whether you agree or disagree with that, it is what it is. It's, you know, what the coaching staff is, has chosen to do. It's what Judge has chosen to do. I trust Judge. And, you know, if we have another crap year, then maybe that changes. Um, but for the moment, I'm going to trust his, his take on, you know, what he wants to accomplish offensively. Um, you know, keeping Jones healthy and and maybe getting a little bit of a closer look at Glennon to really see what we have there as a backup quarterback in case Jones gets hurt. Other than that, you know, offensive line-wise, I know everyone's kind of banging the drums and and getting mad that we, you know, we still didn't address it because our offensive line looks so bad. Guys, don't get mad at Dave Gettleman for this. You know, this is, once again, a, a, a situation where, yeah, maybe maybe you know Gettleman like Tony, um, but Judge has a lot of input in that, and he very likely had a, a big say in us drafting um, Kadarius Tony and and riding with the offensive line that we have, and, and thinking someone like Ted Larson can come in at some point and and play or Kenny Wiggins or you know a lot of these other guys. So, you know, don't blame Gettleman. I guess is really all I'm gonna say for that. I, Gettleman is not perfect you know, and I'm not here sitting here, you know, being a Gettleman truther, um, but judge, I think judge really does have a lot of say in what we do. And, and Gettleman has said that in the past that he works with the coaches. You know, if the coach says they want someone, he's very liable to try to go out there and get them. And, you know, if, if Gettleman wanted an offensive lineman and, and maybe judge was like, Hey, you know, Tony, I really like this kid. I think he can be something special. He may have talked him out of taking a lineman, you know, at, at, pick 11 or wherever the wherever we were at that point so overall guys it's preseason you know let's let let's let the the guys play let's let the coaches coach let's coach up Andrew Thomas let's get the offensive line moving a little bit let's get some short passes to Saquon hopefully he'll be back week one I really firmly believe he will be what I'd like to see is um you know Saquon in on on you know some first downs um I'd like to see Clement get 10 carries a game and, you know, Saquon get some Devante Booker in here and there when needed. I, I honestly I like Corey Clement a lot more than I like Booker right now. So we'll see what happens. And yeah, let's go. You know, I, I don't feel as confident about my, you know, winning season um and, you know ten and ten and seven or, or eleven and six, whatever I had us had projected that. Um but I still think a winning season is very doable and it it should happen honestly you know um nine and eight ten and seven somewhere around there i I really firmly believe that we can do let's do it so next guys we'll kind of get into a little bit of the trade that just happened tonight today billy price coming over from cincinnati Bengals, and i'll never try to sit here and say i'm um as knowledgeable as a lot of other people, um, when it comes to, you know, offensive linemen and, and evaluating offensive linemen, but I'll tell you what, I really like this guy coming out of Ohio state and, Oh, what year was that? 2018, 2019, wherever it was somewhere around there. Um, he's a talented dude. You know, you don't get drafted in the NFL, uh, in the first round without being talented. Now that being said, you know, there are some issues there. You know, he's been injured a lot. You know, injuries have have definitely plagued him. His pass protection hasn't been great. Um, But also, you know, kind of talking to some friends that are Bengals fans, it really kind of sounds like a kind of a combo of a couple different things. Sounds like scheme fit just not really working for him um, and what the Bengals want to do. Now, what that means exactly, I'm not sure. You know, I don't know necessarily what their scheme was. Um, And then you know, injuries definitely, you know, rear their head and and maybe just a little bit of bad play mixing in there, but this dude is strong. And if we're going to try to run the ball, um, you know, I'm not sitting here saying that he's going to be a starter, but he's definitely going to be depth. And if he's in the game at all, he's going to be a a greater, you know, he's going to be someone that you can throw in either at center and kick gates out or, or throw in at left guard, whatever, whatever we need. Um, but I think a change of scenery is going to be the biggest thing for him. A fresh start, you know, he's still got the talent. Um, the Bengals didn't pick up his fifth-year option. So I guess what that means basically is is this is really a, you know, see what we have. See if there's anything here. A little bit of depth that might be better than some of the players that we have currently. Um, and if it doesn't work, okay. You know, we, we gave up B.J. Hill and, you know, bj hill was someone that i wasn't sure was going to make the team anyway just because we have a lot of talent there i've heard some rumblings that maybe we gave up a seventh with it as well and if we did who cares guys who cares yes i mean those picks you want to use those picks you want to develop players um but year three next year you know with with judge's system and, and judge's roster building those six seventh picks six seventh round picks aren't going to have as much of an impact because his guys are already going to be there. And that doesn't mean that someone can't come in and, and surprise and play great and, and things can happen. Um, but even looking like Brightwell this year, I, I don't know that he's going to make the team. Um, so as we're building this roster, you know, those picks are, are I, I guess maybe not important isn't the right word, but they're going to be more of a long shot to make the roster as, as judge keeps building his team the way that he wants it to be. So, I think it's worth even if they did include that seventh i think it's worth to explore this billy price um idea and see what we have um it sounds like he's a better center than his guard you know but i don't know that you really want to move um i don't know that you really want to move gates around too much i mean if you want to kick gates out to left guard and, and put billy price in at center I'm, I'm fine with trying it i'm not the coach i don't know you know what they're looking for but Temper expectations a little bit, but also give the guy a chance. You know, everyone's murdering (laughs) Gettleman right now for trading for this horrible lineman. Guys, he's getting depth. You know, it's depth. I'm sure they're not expecting him to come in and start unless something's happened with um, Lemieux and he's still out or Ted Larson's hurt and they don't want to keep Wiggins. So I like the move. I like the the kick the tire methodology here um, with a player that just needs a fresh start. He's still young. Needs to get out of out of Cincy and, and see see what he can do. You know, come into a new system here with new coaches and and see what we have. And if he doesn't make it, then he walks next year and it's fine. It's it's not a big deal. Not a big deal at all, guys. All right. Well you know, preseason as a whole wasn't pretty, but I think they accomplished accomplished a lot of good things. It's making this team better. And we didn't have that last year, so you know I, I cer- certainly think it'll be something that helps um, people that are that are looking at last year, how we finished, and, and wondering what's going on this year, guys. It's still a new team, you know. This is a, a very different team than it was last year, so it's still going to take some time to gel. Still going to take some time to get the kinks out and get used to everything, and 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 prog- progress. So relax a little bit. Relax. <laughs> Oh uh, well, so here we are. I guess now we'll kind of get right into roster predictions. Fifty-three uh, man roster. Uh, it was tough. It was tough to really, you know, make make the cuts uh, that I think they're gonna make, and and it's kind of a, a, gonna be a combo of some guys I really hope they they keep, and maybe maybe they won't. You know, but let's just jump right in. Um, I mean, quarterback that's really a position that everyone kind of knows. Daniel Jones, QB one, Mike Lennon, QB two, uh, this luark Luarky guy here. I, I think he'll end up on the practice squad. I think he, for the times that he played, I actually didn't mind him. I thought he showed some moxie, he showed some toughness. Um, someone that, you know, practice squad could certainly help. And, you know, if we ever really were in a pinch and he could come in and be the QB two, if Jones gets hurt or if Lennon gets hurt or whatever, Um, but he's practice squad and I think for the year, you're probably pretty set at that position at quarterback, um, running back, obviously Saquon, uh, Booker, Corey Clement. Then I threw Elijah Penny in there with that too. Uh, I don't think they keep calling Gillespie, Gillespie or whatever his name is. Um, he does have some, some good things going on as, as far as special teams go, but I think Elijah Penny really separated himself this week with showing that he can run the ball. Uh, we knew that about him. We knew he could run. We knew he could catch. Um, but we hadn't really seen it much and throwing the fact that he's a a big special teamer. I I think he has that spot on lockdown. So that means that, you know, Sandro platzgummer is gone. Um, and Gary Brightwell. I I do think he's someone that that will end up on the practice squad. Um, (sighs) I don't love the pick the more like that we're getting into the season of Gary Brightwell, Um, but that's a a story for another day, I I guess. Um, But there's a lot of other places we probably could have went with that position, especially with getting guys like Corey Clement off the street. Um, And, you know, Booker too. you know, Booker, someone that I feel like the Giants must have faith in. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think end of the day, Braywell does not make the team. We only carry four running backs or three running backs and a, and a fullback. Tight end, you know, Evan Ingram, Kyle Rudolph, Caden Smith. I don't think Haussman or uh, Nakia Griffin-Stewart make the team. If Evan Ingram's out for any length of time, though, that's going to be certainly a position that they look to upgrade Or maybe not upgrade, but find another body. Uh, I don't think, you know, Housman or Griffin Stewart are along for this team. You know, maybe one of those make it on the practice squad. But I do think they look to upgrade that position um, behind Caden Smith. Wide receivers were tough. Wide receivers were tough. I had Galladay, obviously. Shep. Tony. Slayton. Once again, though, you know we'll see what happened with the injury with him. Um, I wonder if he, you know, just with how deep we are, I wonder if he ends up being any type of trade bait uh, to go after some some other players or anything like that. Um, I have John Ross making it. I have Pettis making it. I have Matt Cole making it, and I have Sills making it. Um, yeah, probably. It's so tough because I feel like Matt Cole, Sills, and C.J. Board like one of those guys will probably make it two's more like what i think will happen um but one seems more realistic but for the moment i have it set up this way um so i've cj board not making it i have bachman not making it austin max not making it and then damian willis is not making it although he is someone that if we could stash him on practice squad i don't know if, if that's a player that we can do that with i just i feel like he just seems to come up big You know, he seems to make plays. He seems to do a lot of good things. (laughs) He's good at pushing off. Um, He's someone that I I wouldn't mind keeping around, but I don't think he's worth a roster spot. Matt Cole, I don't know if he even played last night, actually. Um, Maybe he played on specials and I just didn't notice it. Uh, But he's someone that seems to be, you know, pretty good on specials, seems to um play a little bit of wide receiver play a little bit of corner seems like he he's a guy that is willing to do whatever the coaches want him to do and coaches love that judge loves that so i think he makes the team i think john ross ultimately does still make this team i think they've liked what they've seen with him um kind of the same thing you know with with uh galladay and and tony you know just keep get him healthy for week one and let's go um pettis brings a lot of other tools to uh to the to the offense that i think he can help um and he seems to be like almost like a little bit of a wily veteran. even though he's not very old he seems to just be in the right place at the right time seems to be making catches um and that's something that slayton just hasn't been doing a lot of drops for slayton we'll see what happens there um it's it's tough i believe i have 16 or 17 right there I'll, i'll double check that um, I know I have the numbers right though because I already did it. So we'll move right on here. Next we'll get into offensive linemen. Um, you know I really want to keep Jackson Barton. I just I don't see it happening. Um, but he's a player that I hope would make it on the special on on the practice squad and and can be called up if needed. But I got Andrew Thomas, Nate Solder, uh, Matt Pert all making it obviously. And then interior guys, um, Billy Price, obviously he's going to make it. They just traded for him, Nick Gates, Jonathan Harris, Will Hernandez, Shane Lemieux. And then like that last spot to me is between Ted Larson and Kenny Wiggins. And I think Ted Larson is in the driver's seat of that, but health will dictate that as well. Um, if Ted Larson is, is, you know, came out okay and, and he's good to go, I think he has that spot. If not, maybe Kenny Wiggins comes in. I I, I don't know for sure, uh, but that also means Chad Slade gone, uh, Jake Burton, uh, Brent Heggie, who I like a lot, uh, but I, you know, I just especially with the the Billy Price signing, uh, I think he's he's probably a practice squad guy at this point. And then obviously we'll have Casey Kreider as a long snapper, and um, Graham Gano and Riley Dixon for your special teamers. And then we'll get into defense. Uh, defensive line, I think the biggest winner of the B.J. Hill trade is Raymond Johnson. I think he has a really good chance of making this team now. I'd like to see David Moa make it. It's tough, though. I think he's someone that could end up on practice squad and, and maybe, you know, gets protected and, and maybe gets called up here and there, depending on injuries. Uh, but you have Raymond Johnson, uh, Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, Austin Johnson, Danny Shelton. No real surprises there. Um, you know, Willie Henry played pretty well for us, actually. Uh, Elijah Qualls, gone. David Moa, gone. Um, some other guys that are, are likely gone, too, is uh, Nikos Lelos and FED Odenabo. He just hasn't shown anything, really, at all. Um, and, you know, had he talked to us or, you know, if, if you listen to my to this podcast, I was pretty high on him. I was uh, really excited about that signing thinking that he would be someone that would come in and, and really contribute. And he just, it's been non-existent in preseason. You know, I don't know, maybe that's, you know, they just have him working on certain things and, and then, you know, come week one, he's going to be very active and, and doing more of what they want him to do. I don't know. I don't, I haven't liked anything I've seen though. I kind of have a feeling that he might be someone that might be gone. Uh, Also, Trey Harris, Devontae Downs, Ryan Anderson, CEO, uh, Ryan Anderson, you know, I know he's suspended for six games. I don't know exactly how that works. I think they might have to have him on the final roster in order to, um, place him on the, the exempt list or whatever, uh, for those six games to carry over. I could be wrong on that though. Maybe he's just going to be suspended and won't count, um, yeah, actually, now I'm thinking about it. I think that might be how it, go, how it works. He's just not going to count. And then when he uh, becomes active, they can choose to sign him to the 53 or release him. So that means uh, for the linebackers, Edge, you know, Lorenzo Carter, uh, Aziz, Cam Brown, O'Shane, inside Carter Coughlin, slash outside, Tate Crowder, Blake, um, Reggie Raglan maybe i already said this cam brown um who's someone that i think if it wasn't for his special teams um contributions he would not be on this team ellerson smith as well is someone that you know i I think makes this team uh but if if he's not back practicing soon you know maybe he's someone that they throw on the ir for the year and, and just let him let him practice for a year and get better um i don't know though you know we'll see um dbs mckinney logan ryan adori Rodarius williams darnay um jabril mckinney uh, julian love i mean pretty much standard stuff there i do have aaron robinson making it although that's going to be another one where you know he might have to make the team and then and then be put on the on the ir to uh, come back I'm not really sure there, you know, and I think his spot could be kind of dependent on Keon Cross and, and what happens there. And then same with Josh Jackson, you know, I, I know he traded for him and I, I was hoping to kind of get a look at him this week, obviously he got injured. I just don't know how you keep a guy like that with not being able to see him over someone like Aaron Robinson or, or, um, you know, Kian Cross or whatever. So that means, uh, you know, Madre Harper by Jordan Peters, see you all the standards and that's the 53 man roster, you know, nothing too crazy. Um, you know, I think the wide receiver position is probably something where I might be a little off. Um, CJ board. I I feel like he probably makes a team, but I I feel like CJ board is someone that can be stashed on the practice squad. I think Sills is a wide receiver, man. You know, he, he makes plays, uh, And I just, I would love to give him the chance. Maybe if you're, if you're choosing between Sills and Pettis, I'd I'd go, I'd go Sills because we've already kind of seen Pettis, you know, Sills has been hurt a little bit and and really hasn't had a chance yet. Give that man a chance. See what happens. So guys, that's basically it for the moment. Um, Thanks for being patient. You know, I know I have not been as consistent about getting episodes out lately. Um, Work has been crazy. Um, here on out, though, you know, one a week at least. You know, I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to do two. I just don't know that I can commit to that. um But I, at least we'll do a preview next week for week one. Once we have all the cuts and kind of we can talk about it, we can see how wrong I was with my fifty-three man um, prediction, and we'll go from there. You know, at least once a week with a preview and, and probably a review of the game before. Um, you know, I'd love to do like a, like a Monday and a Thursday or something like that. We'll see, we'll see how work goes. And and if that's something I can maintain. Um, but I will try to be a little bit more consistent guys, especially now that the season's being here at least once a week is, is an obvious, you know, um, and if it only does come to once a week, then we'll do a review and then a preview. And, you know, the times that I'm by myself here, the episodes tend to go a little bit quicker. You know, we're, we're 35 minutes in right now and, um, really that's all we got, you know? When, when I have someone here talking with me, t- episodes tend to t- last a little bit longer. So, I think we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Guys, biggest thing here, football's back. Got a week off here. Um, preseason's done. You know, it's always the gruel trying to get through preseason. It sucks that we kind of have that a little bit of, uh, you know, the time off here in between. And we have, you know, another Sunday without any football. That sucks. But really it's a good thing you know it comes with a, a good time for the giants to get a little bit healthier um get their get their weapons back hopefully we get saquon into some practices here and let's make it happen you know let's get saquon some carries week one yeah i think you kind of got to be a little bit careful with him five five carries ten carries at most with a couple targets and you know lean on clement lean on booker um although i really i'd like to lean on clement more if he can not fumble the ball of course and as far as Daniel Jones, you know, if we can get that run game going, then we can do some play action, some bootlegs, get get him rolling out of the pocket a little bit. I just hope that we don't have the same crap as last year with with Garrett. And I've heard a little, some people mentioning that a little bit with uh, preseason. But, guys, I mean, the, <laughs> the roster that we had for that week three preseason game was basically the same offense as we had last year is what it felt like to me. Um, you know, no saquon this you know that game no tony no galladay i mean a lot of guys missing so it's going to be very different come week one and hopefully we can you know get some get some quick balls out get some quick hitters go deep a little bit because that's what jones does good and make it happen so that's it guys thanks for joining me thanks for listening let's freaking go